Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget... You can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We are going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You know, we're talking about the missing person, biblical search for the third person of the Trinity. This is part four of that study. So he says, verse 13, For by one Spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have been made to drink into one Spirit. You know, this is kind of an interesting thing. So as I've been reading church history lately, and just even remembering stories from the South, there were times when uh, somebody who was a slave you know, and, and there's cases in church history where in the Roman Empire there was a man who was a slave who was the, actually the bishop of Rome. You know, what would be considered the Pope today, which is kind of a different misnomer. But he, he was the bishop of Rome and he was yet he was a slave. And so within the body of Christ, it doesn't matter if you're a slave or free. There was one case where there was a, a man who was a, he was a slave on a plantation in the south. And he went to the church, and the people who owned him actually attended that church, and he was their pastor. You know, and so that it's just, you know, an uncommon thing, but that's, that's true. It doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. It doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Greek. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. Every single one of us is an equal part of the body of Christ. And we are all baptized, notice this, into one body by one spirit. And, and what does that mean? It's not talking about being baptized in water, but rather it's that moment you believe and you are filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes to make his home inside of you. You become part of the body of Christ. Now, the Holy Spirit may come upon you to endue you with power at different times within your walk and give you gifts, but the moment you believe, you are baptized spiritually into the body of Christ and you are part of the body of Christ. And it doesn't matter if you're a slave or a free. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Greek. Everyone becomes part of the body of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean just because I was baptized in the body of Christ that I shouldn't be water baptized. And so, as, as a Christian, every single one of us should come to that place in our faith where we say, you know, I need to make a public declaration and be obedient to Jesus who tells us to do this and be water baptized as an outward sign of that inward commitment that I've made. But that is separate from this idea of being submersed into the body of Christ, who is the head, Colossians 1.18 tells us. And we become a part of that church at conversion. So having said that, when we're saved, we're put into the body of Christ and then empowered to be used for the glory of God. Every part, every member having its place, having its function, and you don't just throw away one part of the body because this doesn't seem like it's an important part to you, right? I mean, that's, that's something that's just kind of what Paul's trying to get in here is, as we look at this section. Verse 14, he says, For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. 
Isn't it nice when you have the whole body, your whole body is functioning? Have you ever had part of your body that refused to function? I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying that when they get out of bed, everything feels numb. I was like, that can't be good. But I know that there's been times when I've been sitting on the floor with my legs crossed too long and I go to stand up and I walk like night of the living dead. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my legs asleep, you know, it doesn't work too good. And that's frustrating when something doesn't work too good or maybe you've hurt yourself. You know, I've had a couple of times where I've kind of brought my hand out of commission, you know, both here at the church. One time I was lighting a pilot light and it flashed on me and burnt my hand. And so I had to wrap it and you know, it was nasty for a long time. I had a thing on. Then another time I was preaching a sermon and I punched the pulpit and broke my hand. And some of you were here for that. I know it wasn't my, my sh- most shiny moment. You know, the funny thing was, is the, the name of the sermon was Talking Smack. And, and the, the graphic was a fist, you know, with a, like a punching. And you know, what, what's ironic, though, is like, th- th- it wasn't this table. It was, it was a wooden pulpit. And the first service, we just had, you know, Saturday night and then the two services at that time. And I, I hit the wood. And I hit it pretty hard, and you know, and I know how to punch. It's not like I, but it's at a weird angle, you know. So I just kind of went down like that and punched. And I was making a point that when when Paul, they said it, in the Bible it says they slapped him or hit him. I, I said he didn't slap him. He punched. You know, the guy punched him. That's what the Greek word means. Punched him. And so I punched the pulpit. Well, the the last service, I decided, you know what. I'm going to hit my Bible because it's going to, it'll, it'll soften the blow a little bit, right? The Word of God is powerful <laughs> and sharper than any two-edged sword. It is, you know, the rock. I punched my Bible and broke my, my bone right here. Brawlers break. And so let that be a lesson to you. The Bible's powerful. Don't punch your Bible. But anyway, so, I mean, that stuff happens. But, but haven't you had that where, you know, part of your body just doesn't seem to be functioning? I, I remember one time I woke up and there was a, a hand on my face. Have you ever had that happen to you? And you're like, oh, and then you realize it's your hand because it's gone to sleep in the middle of the night, you know? I mean, this, this stuff happens sometimes and, and it's not good. And I've had knees out of commission. You know, I, I've, I've busted up my knees and my, you know, have to wear a cast on my leg and knee surgery and stuff like that. Not too good. And so too it is when part of the, the church isn't functioning properly. If there's a member within the church body that's not functioning properly, then it causes difficulty for the rest of the church. And, and, and it's, it's not as effective when part of the church is, you know, rebelling. Part of the church is lame right? Then it doesn't work too good. So don't be lame. Verse 15, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if an ear should say, because I am not an eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? What would it be like if you were born with a defect and instead of having a hand at the end of your arm, you had a foot? You know, just something working in the wrong place. And, and, you know, what would you do with that? Would you put a sock and a shoe on it and walk around with three? Or, or would you use it like a hand? You probably use it like a hand because it's in the hand place, right? And some people who don't have hands actually use their feet like hands. You will watch YouTube videos of that. It's like, wow, that's crazy. You know, you get their toes to work like that and, you know, grip things and whatever. 
You know, and that's all possible. And a lot of times that's the way the body of Christ is. You know, you're missing a part, and so you have somebody else filling in the part where that part's supposed to go. You know, and it's not working really well, necessarily. But it, it functions, you know, it's functional. But either way, it's kind of freakish. So what do you do with that? Do you cut it off? Probably not. Still part of your body. It needs to be, remain part of your body. Reminds me of a story. I used to work with a woman. And she was telling us, you know, she was wearing flip-flops one day, and she's missing her big toe. And so she was telling us, you know, yeah, I lost my big toe when I was a little girl. And I said, how would you do that? And she's like, well, I was riding my bike. And it didn't have a chain guard on, and my toe got caught in the chain and went around the sprocket, and it just chopped it right off. And, and she was just like, you know, oh, yeah. And so my, my, parents, she said, my parents grabbed me up, and they, they got me in the car, and they started driving me. They lived in a, a small town in Colorado, so there was not a big hospital there. So they drove her to the hospital. I think they went to Grand Junction, and her brother was older he grabbed the toe and he accidentally went the wrong way he went to another big town an hour and a half that way and so by the time he drove all the way back it was too late to save the toe and I looked at her with a straight face and I was like why didn't you guys just call a tow truck <laughs> we laughed about that for months anyway it does, but she, she was talking about how it, it, for a while there, she just limped all the time, and she couldn't really function, and it took a lot of time for her to, to build up the ball of her, t- her foot and to build up her other toes to learn balance, because your big toe is pretty important in your balance, and so it took a while for her to get used to that. Being severed from the body is a horrible thought. Hands can be very attractive. You know, you look at a woman with nicely painted nails. I was just looking at my daughter. She had new painted toenails, you know, and she's so excited. She's like, Mommy's going to do my nails too, you know, and so they're excited about getting their nails done. And, you know, you look at a woman's hands, you know, they can be pretty. Some women like the, the rough, you know, work-worn hands of a man. But what would it be like if you went out to your mailbox and you opened up the mailbox and you saw a pretty manicured hand in your mailbox? You think, oh, look at the nice nails and the pretty snowflakes painted on the tips of the nail. No, you'd be like, ah, you know, it's freakish. It's severed, severed from the body. This is not a beautiful thing. And so Paul here, this is Paul's his fault because we meditate on this stuff when you think about this. Verse 17, he says, if the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? Or if the whole body were hearing, where would the smelling be? What, if the whole body were an eye, what would, what would that be like? Monsters Incorporated, right? Mike Kozowski. You know, you'd have that. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.